because we're live. Haha. I hope. I hope it, I hope I did it right <laughs> for once because I'm like always messing something up and it's like there's a lot less for me to do this time so it's a lot easier <laughs> for me. But, you know, I'm just always anxious about it. So, how is everyone? We're back another week, Loose Cannon, talking about the outliers. The three, this is, we're like, what was it called in uh, uh, Game of Thrones? The the War of Five Kings or something like that? The what? Yes. In, the, in, sure in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're about to have the, the War of Three Kells coming up. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of weird, you know, I've, I've been uh, a Varix fan mm-hmm. for a long time. And it's interesting the way that the way that things have played out over the past year, like, uh, that's that's totally changed. Yeah, you know, past past kind of two, well, year and a half, I guess. You know, it's totally, yeah, it's totally I different. I want to recast my vote for Kello Kells. Yeah. Say that again. I said I want to recast my vote for Kell of Kells. Hmm. Ooh, let me just. Damn it! I thought I muted there. myself, and I, I don't think <laughs> I did. I, I didn't want to go typing on the show. Um, so, <laughs> basically, you know, long ago we were all there for the House of Wolves. We had um, Skolas come up and be like, "I'm the Kella Kills," and everyone's like, "No, you're you're stupid. You're crazy. You can never unite the fallen under one banner." And then ultimately, what ended up happening is Aldrin was the source Ooh. of that. The the King's Kell, uh, Krask, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, uh, bent his knee to Aldrin and said, you will make the Fallen better again. You'll you'll fix us. You'll unite us and lead us. And, of course, Aldrin just kind of flipped that. And although he made the House of Dusk, he wasn't the Kell of Kells. And now we have three contenders for that crown, for that title, and it is Varix, who... That is such a character flip. Varix has been like so against the idea of being a Kel. He's like, I'm not a Kel. I'm a scribe. Like, I know my place. And mm-hmm. just so much shit has happened that he's like, all right, I got to do it. I'm the only one left. Yeah. Yeah. It has been kind of building up like since the very beginning. Like House of Wolves even like I mean, laid I disagree. foundation for him being the Kel of Kells. Everyone was saying that, but he never wanted it. He was like, I will never be yeah. the Kel of Kells. Stop saying that. You know? And... It's just, but there's stuff around him that kind of laid it, like the whole, like because there was the prophecy that we had that we got yeah. for the Kelco from the House of so Rain, was, like yeah. him saying he wanted to be Kelcos, but there was other stuff that was like, I think Varix might be the like become the Kelcos, that might happen. I mean, I think that's you know, it's it's um, a lot of people talked about it, but I, I but. At the same time, it wasn't until, you know, like the, the the way that that was kind of described, the way that that was explained, um, you know, where, where, where Varix kind of, as Anon said, realizes he's the last one who remembers what the old Elixney culture was like, you know, pretty much. He, he, he's he's now having to take it on his own, you know, like, like he's, he's seriously considering himself as a, as a leader. Because he had, he, there's nobody else for him to look to, and I think that wasn't the case up until um, Forsaken. Mm-hmm. You know, like it. Yeah, I, I think the main reason that people considered Varix for Kell of Kells is because he was the only for a long time he was the only friendly Lixney. Yeah. That, yeah, like that we ha- because obviously, if we're gonna get a Kell of Kells, we want a Kell of Kells who's gonna be on our side. We don't want someone yeah. who's gonna be like, and now destroy the city. Like, the- <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I feel as though, like you know, if you imagine in uh, Destiny One, the only friendly Elixni that we had was the Spider, and we didn't meet Varix until much later. I wonder. I you know, I I still. I think some people would have said, "Oh, maybe maybe Spider's going to be the the Kell of Kells." 
um you know which but he hates kills as well yeah he, well actually... he does he does but you know what i mean like that's kind of that's almost like a trope you know that that yeah so let me rephrase Warriors it is also always kind of like a nicer guy too mm. like spider's kind of creepy and like yeah he probably is just gonna sit in his hole but like varix was at least like nice yeah and seemed to have some power especially with connection to the queen so it's like ooh, varix mm-hmm. yeah varix tried to be our friends you know he was like he was like very like i want to i want you to trust me and i want to trust you it was very give and take like giving us the opportunity and stuff um mm-hmm. but actually let me rephrase it because atlas uh in chat brings up that fickroll should be a contender which is true fickroll is not trying mm-hmm. to make the elixni together fickroll's trying to make the elixni the scorn together um and then also there is the spider who while they might not be running for Kel of Kells, do you think that they would actually kind of get wrapped up into this, where they're just fighting for their own presence and like their ability to stay how they are? Like, would Mithrax, would Fickrel, would Varix, would Aramis go after the Spider for running his like kind of crime syndicate that he's got going? Well, I mean, I think especially Varix is you know like yeah i think especially um varix is so focused on like you know the old ways and the the traditions i i think (laughs) yeah (laughs) mega uh i think i i i I don't think varix could exist in a world where the spider it has as much power as he does. I don't think he would be willing to kind of concede that there's this crime lord that has so much influence over the remaining Elixni. Um I don't think we know enough about uh about Mithrax um or about or, uh, well I I don't know. I mean so I was just I was just saying I don't think Varix and and the Spider can coexist. Exactly. I, I don't. I feel as though they have such opposing worldviews. Mm-hmm. But have they it comes been to... coexisting? Yeah, but like I mean, grudgingly. Yeah, I think that they've been coexisting, but that's where Varix is not a leader. Varix is not the Kell of Kells, and I think yeah, but the Spider also isn't in like his territory. So that would I mean that has to be another thing to consider if Varix does take over. The spider but, still is in Awoken territory, so but would Varric. Does test it matter that, about like, the territory? Yeah, I don't think it, it does. does. It's like on the other side of it. If if uh, Varric uh, is 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 building the Fallen together, let's say Varric su- succeeds, he wants the Elixni to be the Elixni, not to be the Fallen, not to be what Spider wants them to be, where they're working as criminals. He wants them to be proud, strong people, and I don't think. The spider can exist in Varix's Kel of Kelhood. I think it depends. I think if we were looking at Destiny One Varix, I think he would let the spider live. So I think Varix's whole kind of ideal would be: I want the Elixir to be free, but I want them to be cho- like I want them to choose to be free. I'm not going to mm-hmm. go like capture them and force them to be what I want them to be. But mm-hmm. after the events of Forsaken, where he has done some crazy stuff. Like, and been a bit more radical, like, I could possibly see him, like, taking out the spider and going, nope, we need, like, we're going downhill, and I'm going to take over and take over everything to try to save the Elixir. Yeah. I mean, I think, it, it, to me, it boils down to the old ways and the, and the new the new ways. And, you know, the spider seems to, you know, it's not, he's completely embraced He's he's kind of one of these characters who is, um, he's so self interested. He is, he's most concerned in how he can make himself comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he has found this niche in the in the current world of Destiny, to to be able to exploit people and and build up his influence. You know, like he is a he's a crime lord. That that's you know he he's he's found ways to exist by like you know inserting himself like you know like like putting himself in, uh, into these places where he can be like a, an intermediary for, for for illicit activity and things like that mm-hmm. you know um 
and I just I yeah I I do think that that Varix has this you know he talk he, he talks about uh, in in some of the the entries you know about the the old the old Elixney ways mm-hmm. you know and um before the the the, the barbarism of you know Scholas and various different people and I think the spider represents um almost like a uh, an obstacle to getting back to that situation, to getting back to that that world where the Elixni are a proud race. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, even I, I mean, I understand. Yeah, it, that they are different territories. They are, you know, like who knows where Varix is right now? I'm, uh, does it does it mention where he is at the moment? I don't um, know. Um, no, just. Yeah. At least in the last entry of um, Most Loyal, which I I mm. pulled up to to uh, mention because uh, Guardian, you said if we were dealing with like Destiny One Varix, he might let Spider live, and I I kind of agree. He would he would be like a little less confrontational, but like we're really not dealing with Destiny One Varix anymore. We're dealing with a whole new Varix that we yeah. know so little about, and the the last entry really shows it. Um, it's where loyalty lies in the book Most Loyal. Like the last three uh, paragraphs or lines, the great machine stood in judgment. Elixney fell to fighting, fell to hate. Emotion caught in his voice. Cannot stomach this hate. As he spoke, the ship's engine rumbled to life. On the screens, Varix could see explosions resonating through the prison, his former charges running rampant. His ship passed through the bay's barrier and began to move off. Nowhere else to go, nowhere else to be here. No one else to be here. He drew himself up to his full height, and so I become Varix the Kel. House judgment, envoy of the to the Elixney people. No choice, he repeated, chuckling deep in his throat. His voice was calm. Elixney must rise. Yes. So, I kind of have a question. Um, what is the timeline of when Mithrax showed up? Like, when did he show up? Well, I mean, when we say show up, I think the, the first time that... He was mentioned is on uh, in ti- on Titan and in the quest enemy to my enemy of my enemy during the Rat King's quest, uh, mm-hmm. we see Mithrax who is a Dusk captain, um, and he has like a small so team when of drags. And then he comes back. He completely silent on Mithrax until Forsaken. When we get two entries, two or three entries. Um, of him through the Lord of Wolves and the Queenbreaker bow, where we find that he's actually now working with Guardians. So, so what if like, like this is random speculation, like totally random speculation? What if Varix has something to do with Mithrax? Because Varix is trying to get them to like become noble again, and the whole kind of like goal of the Lixney was pretty much to become like one with the Great Machine, as the Guardians have. So what if Varix, based on like his like the ether stuff in the prison, was able to find a way to do that with light to Mithrax creating a fallen guardian, and that's how Mithrax starts. Well, I I mean, so you know the the um, the entry in the stolen intelligence book uh, outliers. Mm-hmm. It it lists the the four. Well. Yeah, it lists the the four elixni that we, you know. So it says um, several personalities have emerged as potential leaders. First, the would-be integrationists, where it lists Varix and Mithrax, and then the would-be separatists, where it lists Fikral and Aramis. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Fikral Fikral is a is a an interesting one because as as Anon was saying, his his own belief is kind of you know he he wants to see an end to the Kells. He wants to see the rise of the Scorn mm-hmm. rather than the rise of of the Elixni, you know. Um, and Aramis kind of it has a the the perspective of Aramis is to kind of bring back the. The kind of the houses that we know of from Destiny One, you know, effectively, um, that's my 
you know, I, I, it says here, field reports indicate that she is rallying violent dissidents to reconstruct house devils from the ground up. So her perspective is, you know, she, she wants to see the fallen back to the, the point that they were in, in Destiny 1's period. That That's that's my interpretation. Um, so I do think that Varix and Mithrax are, are similar in that what they want is to see you know, uh, the the rise of a different kind of elixir. But I think it's it's different. You know, Varix, I almost feel as though Varix wants to separate. I, it's it's hard to say for certain, but, but, but I feel as though Varix wants to separate the elixir from Guardians. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to see a, a return to the proud elixir race that existed before the whirlwind. I agree. Whereas Mithrax, is there music playing? Someone's Sweet. playing Destiny. Oh, hang on, yeah. <laughs> my, update, my update finally installed. <laughs> Only took an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took a long time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, Mithrax is more interested in like this this new world, you yeah. know, and seeing like this this is this is the way things are now. The, the traveler has created the the guardians and we just you know we have to like we have more in common than we have you know like we have more in common than than the the former houses would have would have led us to to believe mm-hmm. and that and that we should have a new house where we we embrace our our commonality which, which is actually like really crazy because when Skolas was becoming or trying to become Kel of Kells, he stood, he stands up in front of the House of Wolves and the House of Winter, I think it was, and he's mm-hmm. saying shit like, um, like the Guardians are the killer of children. Like he is just throwing mm-hmm. out like horrible things associating it with yeah. us. And now Mithrax is coming into saying like, no, they're they're not that bad. Like. Like, we mm-hmm. are actually very similar. We're fighting the same enemies, but for some reason, we're still fighting each other. Like, we don't mm-hmm. need to keep doing this. We can work together. And I, I yeah. completely agree that Varix, Varix wants it to be Elixni. Mithrax understands they are now fallen, but he thinks they can they can rise. Mm-hmm. Um, Aramis kind of wants to be... It's like they have the past, the middle, and the future. Mithrax wants mm-hmm. the future, Varix wants the past, Aramis wants the middle, and then there's Fickroll, who just wants absolutely, like, destruction of all of that. Yeah. It's almost like a tangent off that. I, I'm just imagining, like, Dr. Emmett Brown drawing a timeline, <laughs> and then skewing off is, like, the alternate 1950s. We will put Biff. the Infinity Stones <laughs> back in place. It will be fine, <laughs> and nothing will go wrong. No yeah. one will run off with an infinity stone no one will decide to I mean, stay in the past making a new fe- future for them no that will not like, happen i feel like we should be careful here yeah all right so <laughs> i'm not saying exactly what's happening no no i know i know i'm just it's a slippery slope because if i, I was going to reply and then i thought no i actually technically shouldn't. and i'm just saying technically the russo brothers gave permission after last monday so oh okay right yeah so <laughs> get us back. a question <laughs> yeah so the season of opulence is coming up next mm. and then assuming we have a september like big dlc do you think anything is going to happen with the fallen before like is the fallen like is all of this going to lead up to the next big expansion or is it going to continue as like behind the scenes stuff? What do you guys think? So, um, Baxter actually read the theory. Uh, so, are we gonna? Are you gonna go through with that? It's gonna. You're gonna like manually post it. Yes. Okay. So then, but still, I could go ahead and yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just gonna like say like a little piece of it. So I wrote up this this like pretty lengthy theory about what season of opulence will be because we got the um, the raid. Uh, title the crown of sorrow and everyone's like oh it's got to be the weapons of sorrow it's got to be the books of sorrow it's got to be the hive and like i went through like the several possibilities that it could be not just it's the hive or it's not the hive excuse me and so i actually think 
there is a, a a possibility, not a good possibility, but a possibility that um, the the raid Crown of Sorrow might feature Siva, might feature Fallen, might feature Splicers. Um, Nessus is one of the only other planets that we know has a cache of Siva on it, and it's entirely possible that the Leviathan were to have consumed that piece of Nessus or just that Siva in general. And if so, I'm not thinking that Siva is infecting the ship, per se, but with Zero Hour, we see what Aramis is up to. Aramis is like, I need to build an army, I'm going to do that with Siva. And if we stopped Aramis in the tower, but there's Siva on the Leviathan, that seems to be her next target. Yeah, because that ship is extremely, like, probably the most powerful thing in her solar system. Yeah. Especially that. And if she has that, she on. wins. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because the only reason we're not dead is because Kalos is on her side. Like, nah, yeah. I'm chill. Just want to party. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need Just this for the wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel so like that would make um... sense. That would feel like a natural progression of stories. Yeah, I like yeah. bringing that into season up because it wouldn't make sense to just have season up and be like, "Hey, you guys want to come back to my ship and party some more?" Yeah, like, it's like, what, what's like the cause? What's the reason? Yeah, if you look at the pre, you know, the previous um, invitations back to the Leviathan, uh, they have tended to have some sort of like, you know, the the the, the original uh, Leviathan raid was very much like Kalos just wanted to like test us but that's not he just why we wanted went to there. see if we could get through jump through all of these hoops that he that he put together for us yeah but we um, went there because it's like because he wanted that's a you know threat. like I, I imagine that his shadows perhaps went through a similar set of ordeals i don't know um can you hear but me? with with the the subsequent invitations i don't think you can hear me it did almost feel as though he was trying to get something else out of it as well that, do you know what I mean? Can you hear me? Baxter, can I hear it on? Did I get disconnected? Headphones? He's still there. Hello? Can you hear us? I can hear you. Baxter? <laughs> oh my god. Baxter, <laughs> we were just talking about how he was having issues last week and he hopes nothing extra happens. Now he's frozen. Um... <laughs> Either way, just to continue what he was saying, the first time we went on the Leviathan, it was because, you know, it's a threat. What is this thing? We need to go stop it. And then we find out maybe it's not a threat. Maybe it's a friend. So we go back and we have the Eater of Worlds. We go back and we have the Spire of Stars. So it is weird to go back again. Like, why would we be going back? Oh, no, Siva. Siva got Baxter. Because the last two were... Because the first one was kind of, I thought it was like an initiation. Mm-hmm. It was like we just kind of showed up and Kyle's like, oh, hey, you guys are cool. I could yeah. use you. And the next two was like, hey, come back because I have a problem. Because the first time we destroyed the Eater of Worlds. Yeah. Which is literally eating his ship from the inside, like causing problems. And the second time we're killing a usurper who's trying to take over. So both times we're helping Kalos. So it makes sense that like, okay, mm-hmm. so what's next? Like having yeah. something else show up like, hey, I need your head to solve again. Oh no, I don't like that. Uh, I don't want it to be. Which I feel bad. Like, I'm kind of excited, but I also feel bad. Because if we end up dealing with Aramis in the season of Opulence, and Fick rolls being dealt with on a daily basis, that means we'll most likely get mostly friendly AI fallen. Well, I would hope. Like what I'm what I'm really expecting to happen whenever whenever the outcome of the outliers comes, you know, to to full force, I'm expecting to see another quest like we got in Season of the Drifter, where instead of choosing Anor and the Drifter, we're choosing Varix and Mithrax. And it's like, which of the good guy or good guys do you want to be on? Do you want to help the Elixni reclaim what they were or do you want to help the Elixni team up with us? And, um, like, ultimately, the bad guys will be Aramis and possibly also Fickroll. Because Fickroll, for those not, uh, I mean, Fickroll's not dead. You know, Fickroll can revive himself. He can then revive his barons. Like, all we did was basically, 
for nothing. It was it was entirely emotional. It was just I need to kill you because you killed my friend, and he can't come back, but you can come back. Oh well, you know, like what's your end game? Because it just nothing nothing well, really like, even the came of it. Itself is actually like us constantly repeating that strike is canon. Like it is canon that they're sending teams of guardians to kill Fickroll pretty much like every day. I don't like that. I can accept that Fickroll keeps reviving himself and that Fickroll is alive, but I hate it whenever someone's like, like the whole Atheon thing. Like Atheon is just reversing time, and every time we go into the raid, we're fighting him again. It's like, no, he's not. He's dead. It's just yeah, a game. But they actually like made a comment of that in the Outliers card of like we're sending like we're daily dispatching guardians to keep Fickroll like contained. Mm -hmm. Is that the very end of it? A recent personality known as Fickrel or the Fanatic, a close confederate of the murderer Aldrin Sov, has the apparent ability to raise himself from the dead in a manner not dissimilar to ghost-aided resurrection. Though his reign on the Tangled Shore was limited, he possesses sufficient skill, hatred, and motive to warrant ongoing surveillance, giving 4503, who is Aldrin, uh, Aldrin reclaiming the body of the murderer Aldrin Sov. Oh, oh, of Fickroll reclaiming the body of Aldrin Sov from his final resting place in the Dreaming City goes without saying. That is funny. Um, the Vanguard <laughs> continues to deploy fire teams to the suppress Fickroll. Our agents have reached out to the Cryptarchy and the Jensen scribes to request guidance as to his permanent destruction. But so. Hey, he's back. Um, so then all it really says is that continues to deploy fire teams, but not that they are running the strike over and over, you know, like that is true. I just kind of like, that was kind of inferring on my part, but it's just like we, we every day we're going to kill him. So there's like, maybe not that strike, but there's like strike teams. Like, yeah, I love, I love the day. idea of getting another fickle strike though. That'd be fucking awesome. Like, it's like, oh, we're killing this guy again? Like, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, so I feel like, because what I was saying was, like, I think, like, I would also, I would really love if the next big expansion had mm -hmm. the Fallen as allies. Please. And at the same time, I would hate it because I so <laughs> want to have, like, actual Fallen and Well, we like, would still like have Aramis. It's yeah. true, but it's not the same. Like, I want, like, a. I mean, it depends on how they do opposites. Like, but I want, like, with Forsaken, how we got to go into the Awoken homeworld, like, and see that. Like, they've been building worlds a lot better recently. And I really want to see, like, us go into a true fallen settlement mm. and, like, see that. Like, I want that ability to go into, like, and fight, like, a real fallen enemy. Because I feel like for the most part, we've had, like, many bosses. But we never really had like a full boss that was fallen. It's always yeah. been like Siva or yeah, like House fallen. of Wolves was the closest we got to an actual fallen expansion, and it was just pushed mm -hmm. into the Prison of Elders, and I was like, Ugh. yeah, which is that such was, a shame was... because the the Skolas fight was one of the most interesting fights. Mm -hmm. Do you mean with and the, what I really with the, hope, like, the yeah. Vex gates? No, I mean the poison. Oh, yeah. Where you had yeah. to pass the poison around and you're just like yeah, yeah. running around yeah. trying to kill him. Like that was so cool. Like that was such mm -hmm. a like a an active encounter. Like there was no okay, sit here and just shoot and you'll be safe. It was like no, you got to keep moving. You got to do mm -hmm. something. You got to give me that poison. You're going to die. Yeah. So kind of what I'm hoping um is that like the next big expansion is fallen based? Mhm. Mm or maybe we'll see like an actual civil war between the fallen so, like, Season of Opulence would be, like, us defeating Siva on the Leviathan. Yeah. But then, like, the Levi like by that point, the Siva has become a bigger issue. Or beyond that, like, Aramis has created a full army of, like, devils. So, then, like, in the next big expansion, we aren't dealing with, like, a grand scale thing. We're literally dealing with, like, Fallen versus Fallen. And helping, like, Mithrax and Varix fight Aramis and Fickrel. Mm-hmm. I feel so, like that would be really interesting to see that. Um, that would be cool, but I think I, I think there's also a possibility that we might end up. I think I can see us allying with Mithrax. I don't know if I can see us allying with uh, Varix anymore. You know, I feel as though well, that's, the decisions that's actually, that 
that's actually what I just said. I expect in the Fallen oh. expansion, we will get another Allegiance quest where we either side mm-hmm. with the 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 bad guy Varix or the good mm-hmm. guy Mithrax. Mm. You see, I I think that's one of the things with with the Allegiance quests is that then the game has to cater for both scenarios. Yeah, you know? and that's that's why I think it works because we have two good guys, Varix and Mithrax, mm-hmm. who can both individually succeed in the end. Yeah, and one bad guy, Aramis or bad girl, Aramis. That sounds like a, <laughs> a dog. Bad uh, girl. Aramis. <laughs> mm. Okay, you made it weird. <laughs> I said it sounded like a dog. Yeah, yeah, I thought it would go in a different direction. Uh, no, I was talking about like when a dog pees on the carpet, but all right. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. Okay. I could kind of see, like, I feel like I can reason the Vanguard going either way. Yeah. Like, one, I could see them reasoning with, like, against Mithrax, because with their kind of stubbornness, seeing something other than Guardian have light could scare them so well i don't think mithrax has light i don't think mithrax is like wielding light in any way i just want to say that but so currently mithrax is in the farm right he's not in the tower but varix didn't varix meet with zavala and ask him for help oh he did he did varix has had tower presence Mm mm-hmm who knows what Varix did? Well, that was before Forsaken. Yeah, but who knows what Varix did? Other, mm-hmm. Like, is it dramatic yeah. irony that we know because we have the lore? Or mm-hmm. is the Vanguard like Varix let them out and now Kate yeah. is dead? Varix is the cause. Or is everyone else in the dark except for the player knowledge? Like, could Varix, could Varix get a spot no, in the tower? It, it, well, I mean, you know, like the... <sighs> Outliers, the entry is from stolen intelligence, mm-hmm. which seems to be a report that the, the Vanguard have access to. And that says that um, uh, Varix the Loyal directly responsible for the release of the murderer Uldren Sov from the prison of elders. Okay. So yeah. I th- I think that, you know, in this so case. So they do the, know. Yeah. I, I, I would presume so, yeah. But at the same time, you know, you could argue that. You know, Varix. He didn't know. He didn't know. You can follow a chain back and you can say, okay, well, really, this is all. I don't know. Uh, you could probably blame somebody in the Golden Age for, for the fact that we. You, you know, like, like the, you can go so far back and it's like, well, it's so and so's fault that Cade got killed. But it's like, actually, you know, like, they, they didn't know. I, I kind of have mixed feelings of that because, you know, if you cause a prison break, then you might realize that somebody's going to get killed. So I don't think Varix is, is blameless. I'm, I'm not saying that. But He's not also. directly responsible. Yeah. Technically, Petra is tech, like, more yeah. responsible than Varix. Varix mm-hmm. let them out. Cade went up there to deal with it. Cade didn't have to go up there to deal with it. Cade didn't have no. to be the big hero and drop down on the chandelier down to the yeah. bottom like he com- he almost killed himself no he did kill himself doing he did that kill himself doing that the ghost yeah. had to revive him like yeah and i it's yeah uh, i don't know if i would really blame varix totally for for, for that i don't but... blame varix but i don't like varix anymore yeah he... so, so in the outliers entry it does specify that they are recommending to detain varix but for Mythrax, they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna, we just want more information mm-hmm. on it. So they actually do like say, hey, like we're recommending that we detain Varix. But Mythrax, they don't say anything about like detaining or capturing. They're just like, yeah, we're trying to contact the Awoken to see if they know anything. Yeah, which kind of to show that they might be against Varix. Because at least with Mythrax, like Mythrax is trying to bring like the Fallen to what Earth believes is good, which is the light. So mm-hmm. if Mythrax is trying to bring people from that and ally with Guardian, that's a lot more positive looking than Varix, who's just like, no, we want the old Fallen to be how we used to be. Well, mm. that wasn't that great either. So, so um, while we're on the topic 
of the outliers, we had very recently our first almost encounter with um, Aramis. You know, we've we've dealt with Thickroll, we've hung out with Varix, we've seen Mithrax a couple times now. Aramis so far is the only one we haven't seen directly, and until this this week, even really had any story content of her other than lore you know and mm-hmm. so aramis uh broke into the old tower to steal siva from a cryptarch vault and it was actually um this this like glass showcase has the cut out of it from mm-hmm. which it's basically the theory is how it's all been presented that's where an outbreak prime was kept and so just like when um D2 launched and we saw uh, Shax with a raise lighter on his back. Everyone says, why does Shax have a raise lighter? He doesn't. He has his own. The The Cryptarchs did not have our Outbreak Prime. They had their own. But the issue is when we do complete Zero Hour and we defeat the people that Aramis has sent, we don't get an Outbreak Prime. We get an Outbreak Perfected. Which might be... Uh, reason to believe that the Fallen will not be conducting anything with Siva once again. They might be smart enough to have seen something in that and backed off. Hmm. So, uh, way back in the Rise of Iron, we got our first look at Siva weapons. And they were, like, throughout the raid, we had all these um, legendary weapons... Things like um, the Quantaplasm, which its flavor text reads, Dido A, a wanderer, wanderer, your journey will end with Siva, which is the Siva version of the Dido A, a green shotgun that says, wanderer, your journey will end with victory. And so basically that was a very prominent theme. The Siva is taking the weapon and converting it into something more. And that was made even more so during the Age of Triumphs. Is that what it was? Yeah. Anyone? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Where yeah. the weapons came back as exotics, or the primaries came back as exotics. And so, for in the case of Fever and Remedy, the hand cannon, it went from Judith D. Headshots are strongly encouraged. The powerful Haka Judith D. To Fever and Remedy, Judith D. Consumption strongly encouraged to fever and remedy in parentheses now replicate encourage strongly enhanced signature escher zang and so the exotics have more of a the exotics seem to kind of tell this story that like they're getting more power they're they're replicating signatures like in the in the sense of chaos dogma it goes from consume, enhance, replicate. Consume, enhance, replicate will drown your enemies. Chaos, dogma, exotic goes replicate pain. Consume enemies. Override sign- sig gunsmith. So it's like the the things that that are supposed to like stop Siva from doing its own thing are being written over, and Siva is allowed to do what it wants. Uh, Genesis chain. If input Siva, echo Shirazi, who was the creator of Siva, output mm-hmm. death, ask not in vain. And it's like, so what happens when you put an Outbreak Prime in a glass case and don't touch it for years? It becomes Outbreak Perfected. Mm. And it's no longer the same gun that it was years ago. It's, it's Siva... Basically, what I'm saying is Siva, over the years, has been building up this story of rampancy and learning and upgrading itself and being its own boss. And if the Fallen, if Aramis were to go down that path again, it would just be Axis all over again because that was Siva controlling it. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping Aramis is smart enough to say, oh, crap, never mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Or what would be interesting is if we get someone who is intelligent enough to control it. Like, if they can turn it back? Yeah, because we just use that as weapons. Like, we just use Siva as armor and weapons, but we Mm -hmm. didn't actually try to integrate it into ourselves, which is what Splicers did. Splicers had to literally splice it into the genetic code. 
and that's that's why, why I, I went crazy. I brought up Axis because at the end of Axis's life, if you like go back and read some Rise of Iron lore, at the end of it all, Axis even is saying like he feels like he's having an out of body experience. The things that his body is doing is not what he's telling it to do. Something else mm-hmm. is controlling him because he's he's completely lost himself. Yeah. I do think one of the one of the things about Siva I, I just really like this idea that that it's you know this this golden age technology that I mean don't get me wrong even in the golden age it was a powerful technology mm-hmm. but because there was so much scientific understanding like it wasn't seen as this as this terrible thing mm-hmm. at that point you know it was like yeah we have to be careful with this but you know we can ship it all over the place if it gets out of control it's not a big deal you know it's like it's almost like you know like uh, there's these um i've read before about like how do you deal with things like nuclear waste Mm -hmm. in such a way that if civilization was to end our descendants would understand not to go to this place because it's a nuclear waste dump you know like in hundreds of thousands of years to come when the English language, when all languages that are around today have completely disappeared, how do you ensure that people don't wander into Chernobyl? Yeah. You know, um, and it's almost the same kind of thing. Like you know, we obviously nuclear waste is is really bad, but it isn't sentient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Siva is this thing that like. Basically, the only the only entity that exists in our solar system that we know can actually handle it reasonably safely is Rasputin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he tried to keep it locked down for a long time until the Iron Lords were like, this would be really handy and ruined everything. And mm-hmm. it's kind of I don't know, I, I just I just love that 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 concept that if, if Rasputin wasn't around, maybe Siva would would be a, a much bigger enemy. Maybe it would have gotten out of control a lot sooner. Maybe and... it would have never been created in the first place. Well, yeah, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Like Clovis Bray, they're like, so we're making this super dangerous thing, but don't worry, we got the war mind to handle it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it is Clovis Bray, so safety comes second. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, and uh, I mean, they that's want your true. grandkids. But but <laughs> when you read through the the law around the creation of Siva, you know, like it seemed more like the the military at the time during the Golden Age were the ones that wanted to, to find yeah. novel applications for it. Like yeah, Clovis is like, uh, we can build cities, and the military is like, we can destroy cities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like reading through the the, the conversation between. Um, Shirazi and who was it? Chen Lanshu. Uh, yeah. Um, Squirrel Girl. It's... Who? Squirrel oh. Girl. Squirrel Girl. <laughs> because she glides around. Yeah. 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 It's nice. That's I what like she. That. Wasn't it related to that? It was like like a flying squirrel or something. Yeah. I don't know if it actually. I don't know. Did maybe maybe that's just that? me. Me talking. I don't know. Let me try it. <laughs> Does it say squirrel? It doesn't say squirrel, but no, it should. Does anything say squirrel? Is the word squirrel mentioned anywhere? Finish your thought. Yeah. So, <laughs> what was my thought? I don't know. Yeah, like it's it's, it's it's yeah, it's really clear that like like Shirazi didn't intend for Siva to be as widely used as as the the military wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were the ones that like pushed it. Now I'm not I'm not defending Clovis Bray. I know that they're like a pretty shady organization, but I think with Siva they probably recognize that like this is something that we need to take care with. It's almost like you know the the guys who you know the people who worked on like early nuclear science and and you know they they had no idea that it was going to be built into a weapon. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people you know kind of realized too late that actually this is this is a this is terrible this is too much this isn't something that humanity should 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 have access to um so yeah it's kind of it's kind of interesting that the parallels 
It, Which do we have any like successful examples of SIVA? I don't know, but I mean, I I guess we if we did, we probably wouldn't have heard about them because they're not <laughs> like the. I, I guess my understanding of what SIVA was supposed to be used for is is if you were setting up a new colony, you would take SIVA with you, and it would be used to like like. I don't know if, if the idea was that SIVA would like grow into like a, a structure and then it would kind of set and then the SIVA would just be like, you know, I'm done. I don't know. I that, that's kind of how I understood it. That's how they, supposed yeah. to be like, okay, like design it, like you program it and it builds mm-hmm. what you've programmed it to be. Exactly, yeah. But it doesn't but, actually ever work like that. Well, but at the same time, Maybe it did work like that. Maybe at some point, like they they built colonies that way. But the Siva that we have now, like how do you how do you how do you communicate with Siva? I don't think we have the technology to you, communicate with Siva anymore. You need like a USB Z or something, I think. Exactly. So what if? Because this has been like over the last like few minutes, like my idea that's kind of been sprouting from this conversation. Red two is. <laughs> So what if Season of Opulence isn't us saving the ship from SIVA? But what if it's, like, because inside of the ship is probably, is the most powerful source of power. No, like, there's literally a star that's powering the ship. So what if Aramis has, like, learned how to properly use SIVA and is using that ship to power it and build something? And that's where we show up, and Aramis is like using the ship yeah. as a fort to build Siva stuff. Yeah. So like she's not trying to interact with it like Axis, but trying to use it to build what it was supposed to be, and maybe is smart enough to actually like use it how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like I really hope, like maybe not the main story of Season of Opulence, but I really hope like within Season Season of Opulence we get something that builds up the next thing coming no matter what it is i hope we see something even mm-hmm. if it's just like a series of quests that we get halfway through the season and you know just something yeah but i'm just thinking this, like this... to me like i think it'd be so amazing to see like the fallen because just having another like fallen kel show up like hey i'm gonna take over the devils it's like okay this is nothing new mm-hmm. but to see a kel who's super intelligent mm-hmm. and has actually taken human technology because Mythrax is like take Mythrax and Barracks are trying to take kind of aspects of humanity and build on it, which is like the light side of things. So what if Aramis is like, or Aramis is trying to take the technology side of things and has found a way to actually use Siva how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so in like the next big expansion in September, we get literally Aramis with like a fleet of ships. I'd really like, like just a massive that. army built with mm-hmm. like Siva used properly. So it's not like mm-hmm. licorice and random notes, but like actual proper <laughs> Siva. It is like licorice. You're right. That's one of my issues with the idea of Siva being used for anything building, because everything that I've seen Siva construct is not anything I'd want to live in. Yeah. Well, that's because that Siva was not like designed properly. That was so? with Axis. I think that's with Axis being hooked into it. Because that was when the Fallen starts placing themselves into it. Yeah, maybe that's and what, maybe that's what Fallen houses like... look like. <laughs> well, it's not what a Fallen material looks like, but it's like, it's nanites. It was Ziva not guided correctly. So it just kind of spread in this random thing where it's like, oh, yeah. they didn't have someone who knew how to yeah. control it. So, so basically... Just like, we just want to take over. And it's just like, okay, we'll just do whatever. So basically, if you have like super tiny nanites, like they're like like microscopic, but their shape is like this... like whatever the diamond is whatever that is like three-dimensional diamond shape yeah. you know yeah what happens when they're not smart enough to actually build something they just get bigger mm-hmm. you know so that's yeah. why yeah. we just see the big diamonds I mean, and triangles what I do think... you want big are you sure yes yeah. I just like that's all they big. knew yeah i mean i, I feel as though it's, it is almost like uh um like pyramid voltron Oh my, you're so right. It's like Pyramid Voltron, <laughs> except it's Siva. It's, it's, but it's, it's like, you know, I, I do agree. Like, the, the devils never really gained control of Siva. Yeah. You know, like, they had a, an almost symbiotic relationship. And so it was as much Siva 
guiding them as it was them guiding Siva. I think if you were to see it being used in the Golden Age, you wouldn't see these monstrous red, weird things. Mm-hmm. It, you know, people, it would have been like, okay, program, build a structure like this. Mm-hmm. It might still be, you know, it might still start out red or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, like that's how it but would I, form, but then it would. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like this this kind of it's almost like it's it's like somebody's hacked together this like extremely powerful technology and what they've ended up with is something that isn't really they're not they're not really using it properly they're mm-hmm. just they're getting what they need out of it and it's good enough it would be really cool to see aramis actually understand how to use siva and not just kind of get swept away by it like axis did Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, when Rise of Iron was announced, like, that super old House of Devils Grimoire card was brought back up, and it was saying how, like, the House of Devils are digging in old Russia looking for something. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, they were looking for Siva this whole time. So it would be really cool to see, like, yeah, they actually have been looking for Siva that whole time. And that mm-hmm. even even just a baron like Aramis understood what Siva was and further pursued the idea of Siva and has yeah. a better already has a better understanding than Axis did. I mean the the Elixni are incredibly intelligent, you know, like mm-hmm. they've they've traveled across many star systems to get here, you know? Mm-hmm. They've they they did have like pretty impressive well they, they still have quite impressive uh ships you know um scholas i'm i'm not i'm not saying scholas did this necessarily himself but scholas and his his army were able to like make use of vex technology which yeah. is something that we like we never Osiris has really had any yeah success yeah with. and even then i don't know if Osiris has managed to do the the same kind of timey wimey stuff that Skolas was that was supposedly able to achieve. Yeah, he pulled um, he pulled the the House which, of Fallen through time, like from the yeah, past. The... Yeah. Which is really I mean I don't want to get into that too much, but it, I don't think that was I think he could have come up with something better. Um anyway, yeah, <coughs> like but my my point was the Elixni have been able to repurpose a lot of technology um and you know is a vex gates more or less complicated than siva you know, i don't know you know what would be cool though mm-hmm. if uh if aramis had like guardian suggested like full power of siva and with mm-hmm. siva she reanimated axis and so we had a fight axis perfected as like a strike boss <laughs> that would be cool and then That'd be awesome. They can make an Axis perfected pop, and I can have an Axis pop. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> You've got your priorities right there. I do. I'm. I'm just like. I'm just like making shit up, hoping it sticks, and then I can get stuff that I want. Yeah. <laughs> if you say it often enough. See, I feel like I've just been wanting so much more from the Fallen. Yeah. And I feel like that would be They've like so dirty. cool to see, like. Yeah, like even though like we actually have a ton of content about them, most mm-hmm. of it just feels like they're just still pirates. So I would love to see like an actual like full on expansion like the size of Forsaken mm-hmm. based purely on the fallen and like a civil war between like Mithrax and Barracks who are dealing with like light infused Elixni and allying with Guardian and Aramis who has found a way to perfect Steva. You keep and saying light see, infused like, Elixni and it really bothers me. Because I don't think that's at all what's happening with Mithrax. I don't know what is happening, so that's what I'm just referring to. It's the uh, yeah, most I, easy I to it. explain what's going on, but I don't know I what mean, it is. It, it is, you know, so the the house that Mithrax is, is let me find the card. It's the House, house Light. Mithrax, yeah. It's House Light. Um, but, but I don't think that there's anything... That there's, I don't think there are any Elixni that are kind of... So... There's two things. Um, one of the things is that I think it was actually Varix who said it about Skolas, though, that no, f- the House of Kings would never follow Skolas because for the House mm-hmm. of Kings to abandon what they have, the Traveler would need to come down and crown Skolas himself, 
which mm-hmm. that action would be a ghost reviving a gar- mm. uh, uh, fallen as a guardian. The traveler chose them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there technically, I guess technically, there is the possibility that Mithrax, if he was revived by a ghost somehow, you know, mm-hmm. like he could be seen as the Kell of Kells. There would be people who would actually follow him, be like, "You were chosen. I'm going to follow you." The other thing is also in Most Loyal, I forget which um, which page it is, but when Varix is talking to uh, Cade about how he didn't actually kill Thickroll, Cade's like, no, I golden gun in the chest, he's dead, don't worry. And Varix is like, Elixni have ways. What about Tanix? What about Mithrax? So there's already mm-hmm. this, this, this kind of hint that Mithrax has a way of coming back to life. So Yeah, and that's interesting. As, as well, you know, like... You, you could, in the mission on, on Titan, you could yeah. choose to spare Mithrax or mm-hmm. or kill Mithrax. Um, so maybe that's a kind of a, a nod towards that, the fact that canon-wise, you know, did he, was he killed or, or, yeah. or not? In that I mission? killed him. You monster. I was a uh, Arc Strider. And I saw two bosses, and I was like, I got this. Mm-hmm. And I went in there, and I just, like, swiped once, and they were both evaporated. Hmm. I, I mean, that, no shame. That, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. I, I, there's so many missions. Like, you know, the, you know there's that... Um, I can't remember if it's, like, a, a mission or if it's just, like, a, 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 bound, a, a quest type mm. thing or something. Um, where... The Vex have imprisoned a bunch of Elixni on. Uh, it would it have Nessus? to be Nessus. That's yeah. the only shared planet. Yeah, it is on Nessus. There's a yeah. It's like uh, you go into these caves and the the Elixni are all in like cages. What? And there's some di- yeah, and there's some dialogue about that the Vex said that they would. If they killed each other, the Vex would let the winner out, but none of them none of them attacked each other. What? Have you not done that? I've done everything, and I have not done that. Mm, well, apparently, there's something that you haven't done. It's Guardian. like a. Uh, let me let me let me look that up afterwards. I've I've, I've I did it reasonably recently. For I can't remember why. Um, Guardian, I think it do was, you remember uh, this? I don't know. Let me see. The Vex had a fight club. Say, say that again. You cut out for me. Sorry. The Vex had a fight club. Yes. And they said, whoever survives gets to go. And yeah. the fallen had honor. And didn't fight each other. And did bullshit. Yeah. I think I have it recorded. I mean, I've, I've done it. I've done it more than once. Um, there's I no did way on... that happened. They, yeah, they're they cutthroat. Did. They would they would kill each other. No, they, they they didn't. I mean, this is, you know what? I'm gonna. I don't know if I don't know if I have it on my on my hard drive, but I will I will find it for you. If I have to do it, I'll do it again. I'm pretty sure it's like a, um, a patrol or whatever. You know, when you when you pick it up. Oh, if no, it's, it's a VIP not, patrol. Not, then where, where, where I don't, I don't do it? patrols. I can't remember. Have I got disconnected again? I don't. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. Oh wait, um, Anna's Anna. I'm just gonna say Anna. Anna says it's a mission in Nessus, heroic adventure. God, I don't remember that. That just sounds so unlike them. I am interested to see. Because uh, we're we're coming close on our time, I am interested to see how the religious aspects of the fallen will evolve. Because so Varix is talking old ways. You know, he wants before Whirlwind, and before Whirlwind, Archons weren't the most important. Is Baxter frozen again? Yeah, oh. he is. <laughs> Um, before Whirlwind, Archons were not a big deal because it wasn't until after Whirlwind when the Servitors were such a necessity for life 
where they were the pilots, they were the ether givers, you know, like they needed servitors to survive. Otherwise they would just die out lost in space that the servitors became religious figureheads. Archons became religious figureheads. And like, it just really changed how their society existed. And so if Varix is building up this, this old ways house, the house of judgment, then how are they going to, perceive servitors are they just a tool or are they like a religious god i think they i think it depends because it really all with so much going on yeah like with i think if Varric was just to have a full house to himself i think Ver, uh, the servitors would be considered tools yeah because, I mean, they were used for everything. They had navigating servitors. Like, they weren't just there for either. They had a lot of other responsibilities. Mm-hmm. They're basically supercomputers. So I don't think that... I don't think Variks would go with the religious aspect. I don't think he'd have an Archon, like, in the same way. Mm-hmm. But I think servitors would definitely be, like, tools. So then, um... Thickroll wins. He would destroy all the servitors. Obviously. Um, yeah, and Aramis either wins. Let all the fallen die or get converted to scorn. Well, yeah, they would. And if Fickrel won, then everyone would become a scorn. Um, if Aramis wins, that's an interesting one because Aramis's full title is Aramis the Ship Stealer. You know, so does does she actually feel a little more on that religious side? Is she more like we need the servitors? They are our gods. They guide us to safety. You know, like Aramis is an interesting one. And then we kind of have uh, Mithrax, who this time Mithrax, it's actually, it's it's funny because we have like Varix going old way, Aramis going like middle, and Mithrax going new way, and Fickrel going destruction. Fickrel stays destruction, Air, uh, Varix stays old way, Mithrax would probably, how would Mithrax handle servitors, do you think? I think he would treat it also as a tool. Um, if mm. I mean, it depends. Because if he really has found a way to revive himself, yeah, and then he doesn't like need if them. something has happened with the light, then they don't need ether anymore. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, um, I mean it all depends because they still breathe ether. Yeah. So it'd be they'd have to literally. Fallen biology is weird. Yeah, because that's the only downside is they breathe ether like we breathe oxygen, so they can't breathe oxygen. So regardless of I mean, I guess the Scorn don't need ether, so... Well, they have a dark ether. Yeah, so that's still hard, because they'd have to have that. Unless, like, because Guardians still need food and water and breathe, because they can still die from natural stuff. That means, like, even if Fallen did become Guardians, they would still need to breathe ether. Oh, yeah. So they would have to keep servers around purely just so they could keep breathing ether, unless something happened genetically with like coming back to life that changed that. But I mean, like that's that's unprecedented. Like, yeah. I mean, so are so are Guardian Elixni. Yeah. So I mean, it is something where, and I could see them. I, don't know, I feel like they'd still have to keep servers because they would still have to have ether. Yeah, it definitely feels like it's necessary. Supply. But I think with Mithrax, it would definitely servers would become a lot less common, because instead of it being yeah, if he could find like a the way, power stores, yeah. So it's like, and it wouldn't be like a power source where it's like, oh, you don't get more ether to grow, but it's like we're just built by light. And here comes Baxter, maybe just audio. <laughs> oh, but I feel like oh, I'm hello. <laughs> Hey Baxter. Oh, he froze again. That was fast. So I feel like I'm just I'm a giant nerd. So for me, honestly, what I love most is seeing like cultures and seeing more stuff happening besides just like oh, there's a bad guy, go kill him, like shoot him in the face. Yeah, that's right. I would love Absolutely. to see like I want to see the fallen like political sides. Like I want to see something more than just like oh yeah, go kill this guy because he's trying to do something. Yeah, because like, until... I want to see them like. Like kind of until recently, it was just like, oh, we're the House of Devils. We don't like the House of Winter. Okay, but why? Like, your, your ideals are the same. There's nothing different about you but the colors you wear. Because old feuds. Like, all right. 
Yeah, and I would really love to see like them really develop the fallen characters and not just have it end on like the side like it is. Yeah. Like I really hope that we get a DLC where we get to see like Aramis going for the trying to rule with technology, Mithrax trying to rule with like kind of by the side of the Guardians and mm-hmm. then Varric's trying to bring in all the old like culture and history and seeing that side and then just having Vic rule just like keep trying to lead by destruction. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think we kind of reached a good point and and Baxter is like he's in slow-mo now. Oh, no, he yeah, he's still in slow-mo. I don't know if he can even hear us. I don't know if we can hear him. But Baxter's there, so I'm going to wave. Maybe he'll he'll see me waving and he'll he'll wave too cuz we're saying bye. We're gonna, <laughs> yep. Bye. Oh, there he goes. He said bye. We'll be back in two weeks, <laughs> hopefully with Rhino, on the 26th, 9-15. I don't know what we'll be talking about. You know, things will be happening. Maybe some uh, Season of Opulence. Maybe some... I don't know. We'll figure something out. Osiris was actually one of the topics I was thinking about this week before we had Zero Hour. And I was like, well, we need to do the outliers now. <laughs> so maybe we'll actually touch on Osiris on our next episode. Cool. Bye, everyone. Bye. Guardian, say bye this time. Bye. No time.